0: Okay, thank you, Robert and Jeremy, for joining this week. Um, we'll do like normal and just kind of go around and give an update for anything that you've been working on, and we can discuss anything along the way. Um, it's been overall it's been kind of slow development for the past two or three weeks. A lot of other people have been busy with um, just various things, work and Stuff. I've been making pretty good progress on authentication. So that's what I've been working on for a couple weeks now. And I have pretty much everything uh, built for the essential method, which is opaque tokens that are stored in the database. And that is working um, and it's awaiting review from. Um, Rashab of super tokens to kind of do a thorough review of that. He's the one that writes a pseudo code for that kind of architected it all. And so he needs to review what I've um, wrote so far. And there's a few kind of small things I need to to finish up on that. Um, But then I'm gonna be transitioning and working more towards um, the the code for um, actually hashing passwords For sending password reset emails, um, and kind of fleshing out like what all of that code looks like, and then also um, OAuth authentication, so like social login. I'm really happy with how it's going so far. So like using the session management like in an app is like wow, this is so easy. It's so nice, like um, especially compared to to Rails. There's there's a number of benefits. So one, like Rails, you, you have to redirect to a login page if you need to log in. You can't just log in from that same page. And so you have to, you're you doing all these redirects and you have to track like where you redirected from if you want to redirect back there after they log in. Um, but i set it up with Blitz, so you just have a top-level error component. I mean, you can have multiple ones too. But top-level error component that catches authentication error, and then that will show a login screen, and you log in, and then the error boundary resets and you're back to where you are but authenticated. Um, so that's really nice because you're not doing all these redirects. And then additionally, you can log in from anywhere, like in any query or, or mutation. Um where in Rails it's more difficult to log in from anywhere. So like an example is if during sign up, if you also want to log them in so that they don't have to like sign up and then log in. Um, and so it's it's really nice, like you just have access to everything everywhere. So yeah, um I'll keep plugging plugging away on that. Probably hopefully like within a week, I would think I gu- I guess need to wait on Rashab to review it. And then once he gives it like initial okay, then we can merge in the canary, and it can be, and we can we can um, publish it for people to use. But probably we'll, I won't. We'll wait to like officially release it, so it'll just be in there and have like a PR open with documentation, so that people can kind of play with it and get some feedback before we say like, hey, here it is. Well, and then everybody tries it and nothing works. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah it's it's going good. Nice. That's all I have.
1: Uh I can go next because mine's easy. I haven't done anything on Blitz uh since the last call. Um just waiting and that's okay. Um we'll be ready
0: when we're ready to go full steam ahead on it on uh, the website. Cool. I think um Christina has the desktop designs done, Mm -hmm. but she's now working on the mobile designs. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, we could start on desktop, I guess. Um, Doesn't matter to me, but
0: I, I think it's probably better to wait that way you can build a mobile first. Yeah, for sure. So, and it's it's not a big deal. Like what we have works. So cool. Um, I guess one thing we could you could start figuring out is like um, the we need to come up with that code sandbox that she has in the designs, and then also the code snippet at the top in the, like the hero section, the top section. Uh, and we can, kind of, we've kind of talked about like maybe having several different screens there. So like show a screen of like a query and like maybe just a query and the component that uses that query or something like just some code that like gives you a feel of like what blitz code actually looks like mm-hmm. is the idea. Sorry, somebody just needs to kind of figure out what what would that be, or at least come up with some initial ideas and we can work, work on refining it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we could probably come up with a couple ideas and like post it in our channel and get some discussion going on that.
0: Um one update I just remembered is we are very, very, very close to having Build in blitz support in um on Vercel. So fi- we got um PR is approved, I think. Changes that are the requests that are made, and it looks like all the tests are passing. So I, I would expect like within a week, hopefully, we can of that. And we we can deploy it to Versailles without having to also install next the second time.
1: Nice.
0: (laughs) Is that all for you, Robert? Yeah, that's it for me. Jeremy, do you have anything to not, that's fine.
2: Uh, No, I don't really have anything to report. Um, I did try to take a moment to look at some of that auth code in that PR to see if I had any notes for it, but I haven't had a chance to get through it yet.
0: Okay, cool. Are you, cute baby in the background. <laughs> um, are you, Jeremy, building anything with Blitz right now?
2: Not right now. I had a couple of ideas. Sorry, I can't really talk right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fine. I can hear you. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, I don't have too much too much else. I so I I think I might um doesn't really pertain to you folks, but if anyone listens to this. I think we might not do the the call in the other week, so like not this week but the next week, the, the off week of this call, because nobody's been showing up and nobody really posted availability for a reschedule. So I think people are just kind of too busy and whatnot right now. So mm-hmm. might just hold off on that for now and then just have this one every other, every other week.
1: What was the reaction to um, the Prisma presentation you gave, the Prisma Day presentation? How'd that go?
0: It was a hard, a tough crowd. <laughs> um, so mainly because all of the like people in the prisma community most of them use graphql because prisma used to use graphql and so they're like this doesn't use graphql like can i use graphql like i want graphql <laughs> so a little bit tough so like hey actually it's better to not even have to have graphql GraphQL or anything um, <laughs> I, I wish I would have known or thought about that I I could have catered the the presentation a bit more towards that um, but mm. I didn't really think about it but it was fine yeah def- I mean I had some good feedback or people like oh yeah I'm gonna try this out um, what oh and then also this past week I had a uh, chat or three reactive flux um, the, which is just like a Discord community. And mm-hmm. so it was text Q&A about Blitz. That went really well. Uh, there was a bunch of people in there that had not heard of Blitz before and were excited about it. Um, some Sweet. really great questions. And that should be posted. It should, I mean, you can go in the in the React and Flex Discord and, and read it, but it should be um, posted on a website somewhere like the transcript. Not sure, if it's up yet, but so I need to look into that. Sweet. Um, I guess, and then one Sweet. other thing was I or I did a podcast with JS Party, and that was published on Friday, and that was really good. Um, it's like a, it's a really good kind of TLDR summary of like Blitz, what it's about, like why it's awesome, all that type of stuff.
1: Cool. It's awesome getting getting the word out.
0: Yep. And then in a couple of weeks, I have another live stream with Kitsa. To, mm. so the the goal is to have the authentication done for that, and then we can walk like actually walk him through building a full application with authentication. So Sweet. that'll be fun. Sweet. Every it's time. Like, I'm uh, with, I'll go ahead. No, you go ahead.
1: I was just going to ask. I know, like, uh, authentication has been such a big like milestone almost since the beginning. What's uh, what's going to happen once you're done with it? You know, I mean, you might never be done with it, but once you kind of get it out the door, what uh, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Um, uh, I don't know. De- definitely, I want to start. Um, at some point rebuilding one of my client apps in blitz.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and cause I need to get more hands-on experience build it using blitz. And cause then I'll have more ideas on how to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so this client app is, has Ruby on rails and has Hasura and has next JS. So it's like a <laughs> combination of all these. So I could like basically uh, roll it all into just one single app with blitz so it should be should be cool
1: yeah cool
0: so as i'm like testing off or different stuff and every time i write a new blitz query or mutation and then use it in the front end i always get this like rush of dopamine or whatever because (laughs) it's just so easy it's like wow how does that happen (laughs)
1: that's cool yeah i need to i need to um mess around with it more i I haven't had a ton of time i've looked through a lot of the documentation but i kind of want to run through the tutorial that's long overdue for me so i have like a new app idea i'm uh what i oh i used um 8Base really fast and just spun up like a Create React app just to um, mess around with 8Base but um, I don't know, might be cool to see if I can, well, now that Auth's coming in might not need it but anyways, 8Base is pretty cool because it's, you know, it's all serverless
2: and whatnot so Yeah Cool Real quick, that um, super JSON package. Yeah. um, Did that note that I had kind of left about the the um, circular references and stuff make sense? Yeah, it did. Um,
0: I think it's fine to support that. Like, probably won't have it initially, but we could add it for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that it it puts us in an interesting position, having like that API layer be invisible. And yeah. so being able to like copy objects from where they are on the server to the client side and be able to keep all of those aspects of it, you know, more than JSON normally would, I think would be a yeah. really powerful thing.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to um, see if I can convince the Next.js team to they use this package too for their get server side props and get static get static i don't know if they can do it with get static props they probably could there too and get initial get initial props has that problem too so they i mean that's been a long standing problem of like you just return these objects dates or whatever in the like get server side props and then on the front end it's a string and you're like what <laughs> so you, you, you just expect it to, to be the same you know so yeah that'll be good to get in as far as I know Dylan is working on that
2: and I guess on the um, auth side are we kind of picturing it sort of like devise where if you don't specify the templates you get like a default template for reset password and stuff that you can override?
0: Yeah. So I know my plan is to, to not do that. And the plan is to use it. And well, so either there's two ways to do it. We can have an installer do it. Um, and install a recipe to add that code. And then we can also, One thing I want to think about is is just having that by default, all the authentication code by default when you run blips new to create a new app. Um, So the idea is that you have full control over all your code. There's no like hidden templates or hidden magic that like devise has. So you have all your code right in your project. So you have the password hashing code there. So if you need to change that or like customize it because eventually you will like you have full control over everything. But yet you don't have to write it from scratch. And this is the same way. This is what, uh, um, Elixir has done. So the creator of Elixir is the same as the same person who created device for rails. And so now like his, his second round of like authentication, he has like a blog post about it is he decided that it was like, device was not the right way to do it. And so they're doing the same way of basically you generate the code into the project. What do you think about that? Jeremy? Oh, you just said makes sense. Okay.
2: Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think that's a good way to do it. Like, the only thing that would be really frustrating was if there was some kind of major security like flaw <laughs> in the way we put it together and then be like, okay, you have to fix like all your templates now. But, um, yeah. Barring that happening. Yeah. I think it's a successful strategy.
0: Yeah. I think uh, most of the security vulnerabilities would be in the session management, which is, which is like, Built into blitz it won't be in your user code um like where we're handling all the cookies and everything so the what's in the user land is mainly like just running bcrypt or whatever on the on the password to hash it and like this that's pretty simple stuff all right thank you everyone for joining and let's go on and continue to make blitz The best framework we've ever had.
1: Sounds good. See
0: See you, Brandon.